I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I 
am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. The 
you don't have a voice in saying how that money spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
too But if you stick with me, buddy, you can bet your life She'll be walking out with you by the end of the night So don't listen to mama, hell, I ain't the devil Ditch me when you wanna, but if you need a little I can fix your problems, I always got you back I can make you famous by the way my name is Fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? And would your you, dog. Would you get she, out of she here? She wants her early cameo. No, she's not. She wants get her out. early cameo. Go lay down. Jesus. Anyway. Hmm. <sighs> Shit. You'll have that in those big jobs. Anyway, what's going on, fuckers? <sighs> Welcome back. <sighs> what are we doing tonight, baby? the news oh. exactly how was your day it was a day yeah. yours it was okay i set a plan for myself and i got the first thing done and then deviated and did a bunch of other things and then i get back on my plan and i got one more thing done and then deviated a bunch did a bunch of other things <laughs> You know, you're like a fucking ADHD squirrel. Oh, I know, but I got a lot of shit for done. one night, but I can't find it. So I'm going to find 12 others. And you know what I'm not going to do with them? I'm not going to do anything with them. I'm going to dig another hole and bury them and then forget where they are and come hey. back and find them in two days. It'd be so cool. I'm caught up on orders. I planted potatoes. I picked all the peppers because it's supposed to freeze tonight. Although there's a freeze watch for it to be 39 degrees. Since when is freezing fucking 40 degrees? When, Joe? Nah. Anyway, um, shit. We trust. Me. No, fuck you. All right, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You don't get to say nah. Fuck you. I know. I mean, I'll bet you. I was out cold. there. I was out there today, and uh -huh. I tell you what, it was not fucking warm. Yeah, 
Get shit kicking across that wind kicking up like every fucking five seconds was no joke. Like I take my shirt off or my sweatshirt off for like a second and my t-shirt was on and I had to put my sweatshirt back on because it was still cold enough that still needed a sweatshirt. Yeah. I made turkey consomme today, which is basically like turkey stock, turkey stock, like hardcore turkey stock. Um, Cause I boiled two turkey carcasses for about 36 hours with a whole bunch of peppers and vegetables and spices and all that. And um, it was a little spicy, just just a, a wee bit. Left left a little heat behind. Well, let's put it this way. If you don't shit normal, you will after yeah. this. So um, anyway, so I, <laughs> I, I, I drained through that. I put most of the turkey stock, I separated, you know, separated out, put it in the freezer, um, took all the turkey and vegetables and stuff that I'd been cooking with and separated that into chicken food and dog food and then uh, separated the bones out and they're currently soaking and I'm going to turn them into bone meal for the chickens, the dogs and the gardens. And um, now I'm making turkey soup. Is it? Maybe so I'm, I'm literally not wasting anything. Maybe I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I was a kid, um, very young, I remember my grandmother. Um, my grandmother always asked for all of the giblets and all of the good stuff from turkeys and chickens. And mm-hmm. she always asked, she'd go to the butcher. She'd be like, hey, give me the hearts. Give me the livers. Yep. And my father always went crazy because it would take us another hour being in there. And um, it's worth it, though, wasn't it? Well, I didn't realize what she was doing with it. But she was feeding the animals with it. Mm-hmm. And I had absolutely no idea that was going on. And it's crazy now that I think back on it because I just brought this up the other day to my parents because they were asking about the hunting trip that's coming up. They were like, yeah, we know you're going. We know you're going to go blast some shit. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go kill a bunch of shit. And uh, But I take everything. I don't leave anything behind. Except I mean, the lungs. I leave the lungs. And the brain. Uh, the brain and all the tissue the the big thick tissue stuff that dogs can't digest i leave all that crap behind but the hearts the livers um the the kidneys kidneys, all of that comes with me i don't leave any of that crap behind because that goes to my dogs Mm -hmm. um we got like eight chickens that are getting processed right now my buddy said seven 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 roosters that are getting processed right now and i said my buddy asked me goes what are you doing with them you know they're not you know, those aren't meat birds. I was like, oh no, I know exactly. They're not meat birds. Mm -hmm. They're not going to me. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, that's going to feed my 225 pound wolfhound wolfhound for like the next four months. No, not even like four days, but Hey, whatever. (laughs) No, four chickens. No, I'm sorry. Seven chickens actually will last about two months. Yeah. That'll last a hot minute. Cause it'll be, I'll do about a chicken a week for a week of dog food. Yeah. So, So. I I mean, they're going to get fed. I was like, Mm -hmm. the whole point of it isn't a, we don't have the room for them. B, we don't have the food for them. And C, they don't produce anything for us. Therefore, see ya. It was a lot quieter out there today. I'll Holy tell you shit, what. Yeah. They were they were a lot happier. There was no roosters carrying on on top of the enclosure. No, we didn't have they the were, ape ape mm-hmm. infested enclosure anymore. Yep. Like roosters on top of everywhere. It was uh it was, it was much like, significantly quieter. Yes. Yes. Significantly quieter. So <laughs> yeah. Which we, is kind of too bad because I don't want it to be quieter because I want to be as redneck as possible just to piss that cocksucker mm-hmm. off there across the street. Fuck you, motherfucker. If you understand how this room's laid out, you understand that I am flicking him off. Yes. I'm not flicking her off. Yes. Um, However, 
However, it was a lot better this morning. They didn't start going off at 4 a.m. No, no. They started started at Buttercup six. off at 6. Yeah. Yep. And it was it was pretty good, like to the point where... Under- we picked the right ones. We picked all the alphas yeah. that were in that crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. I did that on purpose. Well, actually, I let the girls pick them, right? Because the roosters that were snuggled up with the hens, they stayed. You know, but we, of course, our three, Sergeant Buttercup, Ginger Jack, and Sparkles weren't going anywhere. But um, well, they're protected too, so they can't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, then I had two others that were registered, but they all looked alike, so I could kind of pick and choose. You know, as long as I kept one black one and one red one, that's fine. But I let the girls choose, so they were, you know, if they were snuggled up with, like, um, Joe the Joker had all all six of our original hens around him, and he was right in the middle of them, and I was like, "You're staying." <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Red had uh, two or no, just one of the other red hens sitting with him. And I was like, okay, you're staying. And then all the roosters that were by themselves, they went. So that was the pecking order. That, so I mean, to speak. You know what? Because they, they already have a relationship. I'm not going to break that up. That was the whole point. Roosters need minimum two to three, four, five hens of them to each to themselves. You know, now we have five roosters and 13 hens. So they have three or four each. Um, that's fine. That's a lot better, but they'd already started forming their own little flocks. So the ones that didn't have their own flocks, up they went. So that went. they're going to be dog food. <laughs> they are. They're good sized birds though. They, they they're actually bigger even ziggy said dang they're yeah. big yeah. those are big birds those are not small birds yeah. you've been feeding these birds i said well yeah i mean we take care of them I and mean, we don't and we can actually we eat them. Them. I mean, they're not bad for the soup no. pot either no they're not because they, they are big birds they just don't have a lot of meat on them because they're not meat producing birds no and they're but they're also and they're younger um so they won't be as well meat birds have they have a lot of fat mm-hmm generally located right around their midsection, which makes them meat birds. Yeah. These are not meat birds. These are even, very lean. After like eight They're weeks, fast. After eight weeks, the meat birds can't even support their own weight. Yeah, they can't even fly. Yeah. So these birds could still fly. They're oh, yeah. very lean. They're very, they, they'll be perfect dog food. Yep. Period. And that's what we're going to use them for. And again, with the bones, y'all know when you... When you boil a turkey carcass or a chicken carcass to make soup or stock or whatever, don't get rid of the bones. You know, when you boil it for long enough, like we did ours for 36 hours, the bones will literally crumble in your hands. You can see all of that awesome marrow inside. So you just rinse them off. You can dry them out by, you know, bake them at 200 overnight or whatever, and then just throw them through a food processor and you have bone meal. Where do you think bone meal comes from? That's literally bone meal. When you see that, you know, bone meal in your dog food or in your chicken food, or they, you buy it to add as fertilizer to your plants, that's literally what it is. It's ground up bones from animals. You can make your own bone meal. You don't have to throw everything away. You can use everything. And it also makes really good stuff for your dogs. I mean, you can give yeah. that to your dogs. You can put that in their food. They'll go nuts for it. They'll eat the shit out of their food. Trust me. It's. Yeah. They love that shit. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I just, I, I find it odd that, like my parents, for instance, they said the other night, they were like, why would you take all the livers, the hearts, and the kidneys? I said, why wouldn't you? I was like, why not? 
he said all of that stuff is good for the dogs. I mean, even if we don't eat it, even the kidneys, kidneys are good for you. If you eat kidneys from an animal, it's actually really good for you. Um, but if you don't like it because it is a very mealy minced and it's in deer, unfortunately, it's, it's very gamey. It's very, extremely gamey you tasting. Soak it in buttermilk for like no, you gotta soak it in Worcestershire sauce is the most potent way to get rid of it but i mean i'm okay it's, with that it's extremely gamey um but dogs love it dogs will eat that shit up you can grind that shit up you can dry it out you can make jerky out of it and give it to your dogs where they can nibble it it'll take a while to eat it um this is these are all really good recipes like this is stuff you can own animals that you don't have to go buy food especially if you're a hunter if you're hunting all the time fuck why aren't you doing this this is shit you can do for your animals and it's more healthy than the shit you buy in the store yep and that is that's the whole point is keeping your animals healthy and stopping all the other bullshit and you know we um the dog food that we've had and you know i make our dog food but they do have a kibble base because seamus is 200 freaking pounds so that way he has something to chew on, you know, munch on during the day. And uh, so I give he him- he inhales his food like a fucking Hoover. So I give him five cups of kibble and two cups of the food that I make. And that lasts, and he gets that in the evening and then he basically eats the food that I make on top and then he eats the kibble for breakfast in the morning. But the kibble that we had, the Victor got recalled. All of it, all at once. And so we had to switch them to something else. And it is not good. Like, not not good. His stomach is so upset. I'm I'm honestly, I'm just gonna forego the kibble entirely. I'm just gonna start making more, you know, rice and sweet potatoes and separate them so that I have a rice and sweet potato base and then, you know, meat and vegetables, and then I'm, I'll mix them when I feed them. Because it ain't agreeing with them. It's not. That new food, no good at all. No good. He's squirting out his butt. It's ridiculous. Like Stop. That's where I want to start. So let's start there. Well, okay. Well, I'm opening everything, but we'll. we'll but get that's to that. where I want to start. Okay, fine. I'll keep it. I'll keep that in mind. Because, but you sent me like eight million I, things, I and I had things too. And if I don't open them all, then we're not going to get to them. We're never going to get to them. So I got a ton. I exactly. Sent you a ton. Exactly. Okay. Anyway. So really quick, the first thing I want to hit is something that. We talked about this was a while ago, and it, this is going to remind you of something. Do you remember a program based named Pegasus? Of course, that's the one that uh, General Michael Flynn said that he had no knowledge of whatsoever, even though he sold it to the Israelis, bought it from the Israelis, had his he was up to his asshole on Pegasus. Mm -hmm. But yes, okay. it's that program where basically if you have it on your phone and you call or text someone, then they have it on their phone and then they have access to everything on your phone. How many of you have AT&T phones? Not me, but I think Heather does. This is my PSA to you. If you have an AT&T phone, guess what you have uploaded on your phone? Seriously? Yep. All Millions of Americans are having their phone records accessed by a secret surveillance program. Surveillance affecting those who are part of AT&T's phone network raises serious concerns about the privacy rights and the 14th Amendment. Millions of Americans in AT&T's phone da data network are having their phone calls monitored by a surveillance program called Data Analytics Services, or DAS, which has coordination with the federal and local government law enforcement agencies. 
According to a document obtained by Wired, DAS has been secretly collecting and analyzing over a trillion domestic phone records within the U.S. each year. The program, also linked to a hemisphere, which is run in coordination with AT&T's different agencies, according to Fox News, which also piggybacks the program Pegasus. The program uses a technique known as chain analysis. This goes after anyone who has been in direct contact with a criminal suspect or anyone who has had any communications with them. This program also allows law enforcement agencies to receive any data access and records of any calls that use AT&T's infrastructure. So if you're on a Verizon phone and you just happen to be by an AT&T tower, Guess what you now have on your phone? Pegasus? Bingo. No shit. Well, then that would be everybody because everybody drives past an AT&T tower at some point or another. There you go. According to Fox's surveillance raises serious concerns about the privacy rights in the 14th Amendment. The program reportedly operating for more than 10 years has received millions of dollars from the White House's Office of National Drug and Control Policy, or ONDCP. Under the program called HIDATED, or a high-intensity drug trafficking area. AT&T refused to comment specifically about the program, only responded is that it's required to uh, by law to comply with a lawful subpoena, subpoena according to the outlet. Oregon Democrat uh, Senator Ron Wyden sent a letter last week to Attorney, Attorney General Merrick Garland urging him to investigate and review the program. Yeah, right. He's not going to review it. He's not going to investigate it no. because they're spying on us. Mm-hmm. How do I know they're spying on us? Because us the whole time. this is a Patriot Party podcast, PSA, right here. Check this crazy shit out. And if you have an iPhone, go fix this right now. Make that it to mine before the show. So if you're like me and you did the new iPhone oh. update recently, um, apparently. Down. Sorry, I didn't realize that was all the way down. So if you're like me and you did the new iPhone update recently, um, apparently there is something that gets turned on in your general settings called bringing devices together or bringing us together or something. And it's where if you touch your iPhone to somebody else's iPhone, it shares contact information, photos, things like that. It's automatically turned on. I didn't know that somebody emailed me and they were like, Hey, just so you know, you're going to probably want to turn this off and turn it off your kids' phones. So I grabbed Brian's phone. His was automatically turned on. So here's the information from uh, a police department that posted this. Um, Check your general settings, check your kids' general settings. Um, I don't want anybody touching their phone to my phone or my kids' phones and getting information. So check your phones. Okay, really quick. I'm going to go through this with y'all. Don't worry about this shit. It's going to skip through. So if you're like me and you did. Give me one second. Okay, I'm going to bring us back up here real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, so really quick. If you've got an iPhone, this is what you're going to do. Go to your settings tab in your phone. Okay, Bring bring up your settings. So it looks like that. Go under your general settings. Okay, you see how I brought up my general settings? See how there's that airdrop? Click on your airdrop. Okay. Under that, it's going to say bringing phones together. Okay. 
Turn that shit off. Turn or bringing devices together. According to Apple, this is what it does. It easily allows uh, swaps, numbers, name drops, and shares photos with uh, and more by holding the top of your iPhone like this close to another iPhone and doing it just like this. Now, get this. There's a report. Got it in my stack of stories over here. Lady sitting at the bar. Dude walks up with his phone. Sticks it over her phone just like that on the bar. Guess what now he has? All of her everything. All of her everything. All of her contacts, all of the information out of her phone. He just stole everything out of her phone to include her credit card information. Banking information. Yep. Think about what you have on your phone, folks. Everything. Go turn that motherfucker off faster than fuck. Do it now. If you have an iPhone, go turn that shit off. Anything that monitors your activity or gives any feedback to Apple, you should turn that shit off immediately because they're tracking you. If you're not aware, they already have access to all that information. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So that's our PSA for the night. Mm-hmm. So next. Oh, where to begin? I, I don't know. We can go anywhere. I sent you a billion. So I mean, we can you know start what? anywhere. Let's start here. Cause I started from, let's start from uh, the, the past and working for it. Exactly. All right. Perfect. Let's start from the that's top. a great idea because I got a lot that I sent you a long time ago that don't apply anymore, but they're really funny and we still should really talk about them. Okay. So, so Oliver Stone went on with um, Bill Mayer. Yeah, this douchebag. Kind of blew his mind, actually. Oh, Sean's a big vaccine, you know. He's a big what? Vaccine. I mean, he's the one who vaccinated half. I got my vaccine from him in the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. And, and of course, at, at that moment, when the, a lot of people needed the vaccine, he did a How great do you know it thing. Worked, though? How do you know it worked? Be, I, I believe that, I totally believe that if you were in bad health, the vaccine saved your life in many cases. I took the vaccine, I got the COVID. Uh, that's different. And you lived through it. And you may have not had a bad time with COVID because you had the vaccine, even though you got it. These are questions we don't know. And again, they're not political. What if it was a lab leak? What if the United States it, was developing right. uh, well, again, these pathogens to kill it's, it's, for military it's, reasons? It's at least 50-50 that it was a lab leak. But I feel like as time goes by, it's tipping more and more. There's coming to the one of those points where there's a consensus. Maybe we'll never get there, but I feel like it's tipping toward lab leak and not bats. It's worse than. Wait a minute. Time out a second. Hold on. We got to start the Red Pill Project. We did because we didn't do it. Because you didn't start it at six o'clock the way we have to every single day. Wasn't that wasn't my job. That's you, you, your job. You, start you the have intro. the intro. It was over on your you side. You started the intro. You were at that point. No, I intro didn't start the in. intro. You did. I was making turkey soup the entire time. Okay, well, you I did all of this. Uh, sorry, I didn't think about that. My bad. Well, you weren't doing your job. See, that's your fault. I'm sorry. I was making dinner. Do you want to eat tonight? Uh huh. Because as far as I know, I was running around the house doing all kinds of things, cleaning the kitchen, making dinner, and you were playing on your phone because you kept chasing me around trying to show me videos while I was trying to work. So, wow. Just saying. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I was out working all morning. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I know. You're I know. right. You're My out bad. working all morning. I know. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So I, I'm just saying, and they're also sharing a joint. That's fucking pretty nuts. <laughs> Bill Maris sharing a joint on the air. That's pretty badass. With Oliver Stone. With Oliver Stone, nonetheless. And Oliver Stone just said, wait a minute, what if the vaccine doesn't work? And he's a bigger leftist than most people even know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems to me like maybe maybe the jab red pilled Oliver Stone. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm beginning. You got to remember wait, wait. Oliver Stone. Though. I know, but Oliver Stone made some of the biggest controversial movies against what against about, the government. About against the government against and about the government. what Republicans stood against. And, and then the party now all of a sudden maybe, everything is wishwashed and he's mm-hmm. now sounds more like a Republican than he does a leftist liberal. Holy shit. That, I think. What would, what are the labs in Ukraine? What, what is that about? The American labs over there, as if we're dumping in Ukraine all the things that Wait, we... We're, all what, the what, what are you talking about, American labs? The labs that we have in Ukraine. All for? Those, for development of uh, research. Of what? On all kinds of research. Agricultural. Uh, we have labs in Ukraine? We had. Had? Well, I don't know. They kind of buried it. Do you remember she admitted it? Newland admitted it? Admitted what? She said we had labs there. We, Why was that controversial? Well, were were we pretty, making anthrax? Maybe. <laughs> maybe or new versions of it. I mean, we don't know. That's the point, Bill. It was buried. Come on. I'm surprised that you. you I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know that. You're right. right? Well, we all have gaps in our knowledge. Everything we make in this country for food reasons is, is bizarre. I mean, cargo, whatever. The way we process beef, the, the way we make food, it's uh, its horrible. It, it, That's what's going to cause the next pandemic is the way we treat animals. It was one of my first commentaries when this happened because we thought it was the Wuhan wet market, and it could be. And if, if we continue to torture animals as we raise them, I mean, this is not saying you can't have uh, animal food. I don't think we're ever going to stamp that out. I'm not sure we should. I'm not sure that it's scientific that we absolutely all people don't need some animal protein, but you don't have to torture them and put them in these conditions that horrible for them and causes disease. When you stress out animals like that, they're sentient creatures. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. They become sick and then they put antibiotics in the feed because you've made this sick animal. Now we're getting their sickness and the antibiotics. Yeah, not just the animals, but I'm worried about the people who are doing the experiments and the way they get the go-aheads from these companies, which is what, in a sense, Bobby Kennedy was talking about, Jr., when he was wrote the book, when he was saying the resistance yeah. to AIDS until it became a huge uh, uh, pharmaceutical giant, I mean, right. that drug that they, that they ended up selling to the marketplace. ACT? Yeah, was far more expensive than the original home anecdotes invented by the homosexual community in San Francisco and various places. Los home antidote. What? Home antidote. Home, home, home. The, they made their own. Like out of, out of what? That Out of their own intuitions about drugs. Oh. And there was a lot of that was effective. Uh, you read the book. It was effective? Yes. Wow. A lot of people didn't die. And Well, I mean, AIDS. And Bobby wrote about it. I, I. I 
And now, listen, Bobby is not anti-vaccine. I'm not saying I that. understand. Well, I, I talked to him for hours about it, so I understand exactly where he is on that. He's, he's cautious. He's he's cautious. I agree. Look, I am. If he's if Fauci's here and Bobby Kennedy's here, I am closer to Bobby Kennedy. Good. But that last twenty yards, <laughs> I'm sorry, you and he go to places I don't go, and that's okay. We're just in different places. Well, maybe we'll get you ten yards closer. I don't want to be ten yards closer. Why I not? Think I, because I think I look. I'm my mind's always open. You I hope so. Yeah, it is. But you know, it has to okay, make it has out. to make sense to me. You got to check out Ukraine Labs after I this. I will after this. And I you will. Have to- Dude, that's straight up red pilling you're watching going on right there. That's what you're watching. That's a red pill moment. That mm-hmm. guy's mayor's getting red pilled by Oliver by Stone. Oliver Stone of all people. That's I mean, kind of fucking and, awesome. And though. he agrees with Bobby Kennedy, which is even scarier. But it's scary because don't get me wrong, Bobby. You know, minus the way he talks, he has a very right-sided opinion about a lot of things however but not everything he is a very leftist liberal and his wife is even worse and the the part of this that scares me is uneducated republicans retarded republicans will fall for him they won't look into the shit that we look into they won't look into his stance on the second amendment they won't look into his stance on what he believes about guns and how they should be issued out to the American public. The fact that he said it should be issued out to the American public is an issue with me. Because then you're on the list. Exactly. Yep. Because they know who have the guns. Wait a minute. You know, it's like, it's like the not, army says. It's not freedom. Look, folks, I've lived in the military, the where army, I had no freedom. The army says if they wanted you to have a wife, they'd issue you one. I had no freedom. Everything was just like the next guy next to me. And it got worse. How, how do you figure? Okay, let me explain this to you. So I go through OTC. I do all my time in OTC. I get through OTC. You're all wondering, what's OTC, Mick? No, the operator training course. When you go through that, you you basically live by yourself. There's nobody else around you. You're by yourself. There's no team. There's no nothing. It's when you get assigned. So after you graduate OTC, you get assigned to a squadron within the regiment. I got assigned to my squadron. When I got assigned to my squadron, I showed up my squadron's office. They sent me to my team. I went to my team office. I signed in with my team. I went through all my initial in-processing with my team. And then they told me where we live. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong. Then they told me where we live. I don't have a choice. I have a place I'm moving into. Everybody that lives around me is like me. They don't ask questions. They know exactly what we do. They don't take notes. They don't bitch if there's mold in the ceiling tiles and holes in the floor. They don't bitch about the way the yard looks. They don't cry. They don't complain. They don't. Matter of fact, you know what 90% of them are? They're all vets. You know what they do? They come over and mow the lawn when we're gone. They take care of the house when we're gone. And when we come back, it's taken care of and we we still have a house there. So tell me where there's freedom there. There's no freedom there. 
You're, I was put in a house with a bunch of guys that were exactly like me. The things that piss me off. That's a scary thought. Piss them off. That's a really scary thought. Yeah, because when we get drunk, holy shit, it was on. Shit, shit goes crazy. We well, had a blast. Something uh, Bill Mayer said in there that, oh, well, you know, I think that the people that that were really sick, that the COVID vaccine helped them. And, oh, and, and Oliver Stone's like, well, I got the vaccine. I got COVID. He's like, but you didn't go to the hospital. You didn't die. But you didn't die. Well, here, this came out today. This is great. People who recovered from COVID-19 were better off than those who received a COVID-19 vaccine, researchers find. What do you Damn. know? Wouldn't you fucking figure? People with protection against COVID-19 following recovery from the illness were better protected than those who received a COVID vaccine. According to a new study, people who received a vaccine were nearly five times as likely as the natural immune to test positive for COVID-19 during the Delta era and 1.1 times as likely to test positive for COVID during the Omicron era, researchers in Estonia found. Hey, babe, mm -hmm. this is for you. Mm -hmm. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. <laughs> the vaccinated were also seven times as like seven times as likely to be admitted to a hospital for COVID admitted the, amid the spread of the Delta variant and twice as likely to be admitted to the hospital during Omicron when compared to the naturally immune. Yeah. Now, now tell me something. Mick, you're crazy. You started out this episode by talking about how they were still tracking our phones. Mm -hmm. Why Why now are you going into COVID? Let me, let me go into COVID. Let's Let's go into COVID real quick. Mysterious pneumonia ripping through Chinese schools sparks fear among scientists. Have you heard this out? Have you heard this before? Have we read this exact story to you before? I have read the same exact headline to you before. When, Mick? Beginning of COVID. Mysterious pneumonia ripping through Chinese schools sparks fear among scientists of a COVID repeat. This came out of the Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. Scientists today called a vigilance for transparency from China amid reports of a mysterious cluster of pneumonia, which is eerily similarities to the early COVID outbreak. Okay. Just folks, in time for the election. One more time. I'm going to say this one more time. When they come over here, because you know how they're coming after us with this, right? They're not going to come after us the way they did the last time with lockdowns, masks, and uh, jabs in the arm. You know that, right? You, you realize that, right? You, you do understand they're not coming after us like that again. Mm -hmm. You know how they're coming after us this, this time? It's all around us. It's in our ecology. It's in the earth. They're going to come down with mass ecological lockdowns because of global warming. They're not going to come after us with another pandemic. They know that didn't work last time. This time it's going to be all surrounded by the global catastrophe that mankind is causing to the atmosphere. Climate watch. Change. I'm telling you, watch. Mark it right now. Write it down on your calendar if you have to. That's how they're going to attack this one. Why? Because the global concern sparks the retards more. It triggers the retards more. Well, you know, next week uh, is when all of the world leaders vote on the WHO yes. pandemic treaty. Treaty. Um, as Slovakia just told them to pound sand. I heard. Yeah. And I heard that uh, 
Ireland and the BRICS or Britain, they're also tolerant to pound sand as well. Well, I don't know about Ireland because they're having some issues right now, but uh, we'll get into that. But well, here's your here's your video and what's going on in China here. Um, more creepy. So, babe, hold on. Turn this down. We can't hear you. This is a hospital. Isn't undiagnosed pneumonia just pneumonia? Yeah. Okay. And and there's essentially the only symptom is inflammation no. of the lungs. No. No. That's what they're saying. That's no. what they were initially saying. No. Pneumonia is no, fluid. No. For this, for this I, one, I they're got saying you. It. I got you. But pneumonia is fluid in the lungs. Mm -hmm. Pneumonia is yeah. actual fluid. So what happens? Pneumonia is a um, a virus, and it tears apart the cell linings on your areolus sac walls. So if you think about your lungs, inside your lungs, is it a parasite? Well, from everything I've read and all the studies ever done and everything I've ever been taught, mm -hmm. it is a virus. It attacks your areola lining on the wall of the lining of your lungs. Your areolas are the smallest parts that actually uh, scrub carbon dioxide and allow in oxygen. When that water or that liquid inside your lungs starts to uh, what they call dissipate, which means it just drops down. It falls off the areola. It falls into the bottom part of your lung. It starts to fill your lungs up. 90% of the people that die from pneumonia, they drown. Mm -hmm. That is the de the cause of death is drowning. Pulmonary because, edema? Yeah, pulmonary edema. Exactly. Their lungs stop operating because they have too, man too much fluid in them. They cannot, they don't have the muscle strength. We, we don't have gills, fuckers. We have lungs. You don't have the muscle strength, the elasticity in your lungs to push water out. It, it doesn't work that way. It works for like two shots. And then after that, you're fucked. You're okay. going to die. So they're saying this um, lung inflammation, which doesn't, it's like you don't get the sniffles or uh, a fever or anything like that, that you it's a lung inflammation. Well, according to what this study found, Dr. Neil Stone, infectious disease specialist with the Doctor University College of Hospital of London, wrote a platform formerly known as Twitter. Uh, last time I saw an outbreak, undiagnosed pneumonia in China, it caught, it made me think, nah, no big deal, which wasn't much, but that was December in 2019. Now with COVID, I'm very, very much worried about this. This is no liquid in the lungs, yet it presents just like pneumonia. So no liquid in the lungs presenting just like no, pneumonia means you have a lack of oxygen being transversed into your lungs. So your blood, your blood pulse ox. So if you took your blood pulse ox. Mm -hmm. Where else have we been seeing that? Uh, the jabbed. Exactly. Everybody who's been jabbed has had a blood pulse ox level of under 94%, which is bad. Yep. Because that means your blood is not diffusing oxygen into the rest of the muscles in the body, which is a real big issue because eventually the body starts to break down when it's not getting 100% oxygen. What do you want to bet that... This is just another this ongoing. Is a, this is a jab injury presenting. Is and it they possibility? Yes, because they had almost 100% compliance rate. Well, China. they didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. 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 Just like Canada, this freakzoid. 
<laughs> Look at this weirdo. Dude, he is. I, He's a scary fuck. I don't even know who that is, honestly. Just getting that shot? No, it's not. Really was an Doesn't amazing it? feeling. It, 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 it hits you. Getting that shot? Really was an Doesn't amazing it? feeling. It, it 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 hits you. Yeah, it, it hits you hard. Is, is that true? Like I a mean, fucking lead pipe to the back of the head. Is that how you all felt? I mean, in Canada, like it's an amazing feeling. Like I'm having the most amazing time getting a needle stuck in my arm with untreated, unknown. We we don't even know what it does to us. Drug. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a smart idea. I, I don't know. Nothing's very smart no. these days. They're all fucking morons, honestly. Um, there's, there's so, there's so much. I don't even know where to start <sighs> or finish. Ooh, here we go. I got to share this one with you guys. This is fucking epic. All right. I, I, I don't even know where to go with this. Okay. Except that it's kind of hysterical. Okay, what is it? All right, here we go. Netflix star died collecting crocodile eggs while hanging from a helicopter that ran out of fuel. <clears throat> Hold on, wait, wait, it gets even better. Where's you, the jab come out of you, this? You think this title is epic? It, the story is even better. Chris Wilson of Outback Wrangler fame was dangling on a hundred foot line when it crashed in Northern Australia last year, an investigation found. <sighs> the Australian Transport Safety Bureau has released its final report about a 2022 helicopter crash that killed popular TV personality Chris Wilson and said the pilot took cocaine before running out of fuel. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he got so high he forgot to fucking top off the tanks <laughs> Wilson a star of the Netflix show Outback Wrangler was dangling from the helicopter from a hundred foot line while collecting crocodile eggs on February 22nd 2022 when it crashed the Robinson R-44 helicopter went down near King River in Australia's Northern Territory according to the report Wilson was killed at the scene the pilot who was uh, Sebastian Robinson was gravely injured but survived the crash Yay for cocaine! <laughs> Investigators said the pilot failed to notice that the helicopter was low on fuel. When it ran completely out, the helico helicopter plummeted to the ground, killing Wilson. Who knew that's what happens when it runs out of fuel? <laughs> the report alleges that the pilot's exposure to cocaine within the previous few days increased the likelihood of fatigue, depression, and inattention. However, there was insufficient evidence to determine whether these effects occurred. Wait a minute! Did the helicopter crash killing the guy? Yeah. Yes! Then there is fucking obvious evidence that it happened! Oh. What is wrong with you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, because his feelings might be hurt. Because we might call him a cokehead. You're a cokehead, dude! Anyway. <laughs> Air America didn't run out of fuel. It never ran out of fuel. They started flapping their arms harder. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I mean. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Because remember. Maybe they just couldn't all, afford it. No. All they're trying to do is convince you of stuff that's not real. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say that, look, even if you don't have fuel, if you flap your fucking arms really furiously, you can keep a plane adrift. 
Well, don't worry about it because that's what our failing government is doing us doing to us and our economy right now. That's the same thing that's going on. They're trying to make us believe something just not real, folks. They just they couldn't afford it. It's gay as AIDS. Uh, this holiday season, families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries as holiday as holiday shopping starts. Shelves are stocked and prices prices for toys, TVs and used vehicles are all down from last year. And we just saw record Black Friday sales. Uh OK, so she just brought up a really good point. You know, we always make up money. During of Black Friday. Let's talk about Black Friday. Let's just talk about that real quick for a second. No, I'm not going to play you any of those dastardly clips where there's mamas and women beating the shit out of each other in the fucking Walmart checkout lines. No, because that's too much fun. I mean, I was kind of thinking me, about doing that. but Let okay. me show you the real, the real ones from Black Friday that you didn't see. The real video footage from Black Friday that you didn't see. The other one, not that one, the other one. The first one you had up. No. Well, I'm going to have to find it. Because... No, it's back that way. It's the what? other way. This way? No, yeah. it's not. No, it no, was. It's not. I thought it was. Keep going. No. Keep going. Keep going. Keep no. going. I saw it. You had it up. No, because that was. You had it up. I know, but I had it up further down here. Let me show you the real sales from Black Friday because that's oh. the part that's going to interest you. There it is. Right there. That's it. No, that's them. That's it. That is the one. Okay. Please. Oh, this one? Yes. All right. Play it, please. This is the real thing that happened on the morning of Black Friday in normal stores around America. Check this out, because normally, what do we see in America? We see a bunch of retards trying to beat the shit out of each other to get the biggest TV that exists out there, right? Check this out. This is what happened this year. This is what happened the day after Thanksgiving this year. As soon as she finds it. It's up there. We're sure. Mm -hmm. We just don't know which one it is. It's this one. Okay. There it is. I think mm. it is. I don't know. Nope. Nope. That ain't it. Oh, it's three back from there. Hold on. Fuck, I hope you know which one it is. Yeah. Okay. Chris, we got so many open. It's this one. Yeah, that's the one. Add that one. Okay. So this was the real scene on Black Friday. Check this out. Tell me if you see a problem here. Yeah, just one person, folks. There's no one there. No one's there. There's no one there. Because no one can fucking afford to buy shit. Can, can any of you? I can't, but according to Corrine, this is the best Thanksgiving ever. This has been the best Black Friday sales ever. That's not the only one we have of that, folks. There's tons around the country of the same shit. People walking in, nothing. Nobody's there. Why is that? Well, because then there's this. Check this shit out. This is ridiculous. This we was in Target. Tar yeah. No, we didn't. You, we you showed it to me, but oh, okay. no. Okay, 
But it's the same. Bro, that's not a deal. I don't get it. I'm confused. <laughs> that's because there's no sales. Yeah. Why are there no sales? Because companies are realizing, oh shit, we're not going to be able to hit bottom lines. Hmm. Yep. So how do we do that? We make you think there's a sale, but there ain't no sale. You ain't getting shit. And you know what's worse is there's probably a lot of you that Here, did today off. in Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. The bad part is you can't physically walk in and pull up their sign and pull out the sign behind it to find out what the price was yesterday. Yet today, you probably went out and spent a bunch of money on Cyber Monday just to find out that you didn't save any money. You would have spent the same amount of money if you spent it two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there is no deals. There's Why is there no deals? Because we have a commander-in-chief that's a fucking retard that's making shit so expensive, you can't even afford it. Our inflation is... If you don't think our inflation is going through the roof, you are higher than a kite and we need to start smoking the same weed because I got to be on the same planet you are to have that conversation. Check this out. A bunch of companies got caught faking their price changes for Black Friday and for Cyber Monday. Check this out. And I got a solution at the end. We are getting scammed. And this is not just in department stores. This includes things for Cyber Monday. Is one ninety nine, right? Black Friday price one eighty nine. So you're saving ten cents, but in reality, it's one sixty nine original price. You're paying more. Chrome extension called Kepa will show you the history of the item. It's never been any other price than that price except for one day. You're on sale for twenty done, but I can hundred percent tell you these were the same exact price yesterday. It was sixteen ninety nine. Like versus the eighty dollars that it used to be. So I go on over to Honey and I put a, last one hundred and twenty days, and guess what? No price changes. It's always been sixteen ninety nine. This item isn't actually one hundred twenty two dollars off. You want to go into the listing and see what the regular price is. So if y'all got scammed for Black Friday, sorry, your fault. If you're trying to buy things on Cyber Monday. I got an idea. Go right here. Click on that. That'll take you here to my website where I've got some free resources for you. Spreadsheets with brands. Those will take you to spreadsheets like this, where it'll help you understand that all of these products are owned by mega corporations that are all going to lie and scam and try to cheat you out of your money. And instead of buying from like Procter & Gamble or Unilever, instead of them, come down here and buy from people like Risa Barash and Fairy Tales Hair Care. Who's awesome? We love fairy tales hair care. You buy from them, you're buying from her. And she actually cares about you. Go to family owned brands like Akamai Basics, and their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales are actually Cyber Monday sales. Because when you buy from founder and family owned businesses, you're buying from real people that actually have integrity and aren't just lying and scamming and cheating you out of money so that they can have a few more million dollars for their CEO. Plus, it's a great way to boycott things in case you wanted to boycott anything that might have been going on in the world right now. 
And maybe most importantly, this holiday season, if you're going to be spending money on gifts and on things for you and your family, spending that money at all of these giant mega corporations that fund war and fund poor health and lobby our government so they can keep on ruling the world. It only helps them rule the world. If we all want to make a change, we have to start spending our money differently. And that's hard. Well, they are actively destroying the economy and actively inflating our money away to nothing. Totally by accident, obviously, because like they don't understand how money works, obviously. It's kind of hard to vote with your money on food every day with all you like, that's very expensive. But changing your brand of shampoo from Native, which is actually Procter & Gamble, to any of these options, which are family and founder-owned brands, that's not so hard. Might even be the same price. Probably got a lot less chemicals in there. Your money probably won't be going into a $20 million CEO bonus, but instead doing things like paying workers. Holy shit. So I know I've been absent from this main account for a while. I'm trying not to get it taken down, and I'm trying to comment on certain things that are going on in the world without endangering my main account. It just seems like a weird time in the world right now to be talking about like, which brand of skincare products you should be using when like there's people with like much more serious concerns going on. But I'm going to try to balance both through the holidays and I'll be back on this account doing more stuff of about products, corporations. You know, if you're not aware, I have a backup account and that's where I've been lately. Been a lot more present on other apps that have names that are like just a letter now instead of a bird because there's like actually free speech happening over there, which is crazy. I love you all. Don't buy from corporations. They suck ass. Fuck them. And this isn't sponsored, but you should definitely go check these guys out. They sent me some free tooth powder stuff and their tooth powder stuff is awesome. I'm working on getting uh, more spreadsheets going and links for companies like Akamai and uh, the Van Man company and people like that so that y'all can have some deals and uh, we can support some small businesses because fuck these guys. Agreed. Mm -hmm. I, I think you all agree. I don't think it takes much to see that one. That's pretty fucking stupid. Pretty easy. Stick with your small businesses. You're going to get a better deal. And all that, all of our sponsors are small businesses, small businesses, founder owned. Yep. So we really don't fuck around with the big ones. No, that's point. I mean, no, that one I just sent you because I would shoot somebody if they did this to me. I gotcha. Um, you might want to go there. Go to that one. Cause here? that's a good, no, the other one, the, the one with the dog. Because this, I, I, um, and this is happening in Canada. So I'm going to say right now, Brian, um, if this happened in Canada, I'd fucking kill you. I would shoot you right on the spot. I don't give a fuck. The problem is because cops, let me tell you something. You got to have something called discernment. Okay. Discernment is where you separate your own political, social, economic wealth status with that of what you're dealing with. And let me tell you something. There's some people out there that are good people that you guys are fucking with. And there's no reason to do that. And this shit's going to get out of hand real quick, fast, in a hurry. And if you keep doing this, you're going to start getting fucked up by us. Because this is no bullshit. Mm -hmm. Fuck with my dog. I will shoot you. I will kill you. Everybody understood the John Wick movies. If the dog doesn't kill you first. Everybody understood the John Wick movies. Every single... Go ahead. Look at every John Wick movie. It had a dog in it. Mm -hmm. Okay? Every single one. Don't fuck because with dogs. we can always identify with our dog. Mm -hmm. Something we all share. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, brown, Asian, green, purple. It doesn't matter what the fuck color you are. You can understand identifying with your dog. 
if this shit happened in my yard, you get drilled in the fucking head and I leave you there. Well, I don't give a fuck. Uh, and we'll we'll talk about the, the law in America here when we're done, but check this out. And not okay. producing he is a service dog. He is a service and dog. And once you show me some let go of my dog. I'm not gonna like, let go of my dog. You're stressing him out. He's never gonna trust you. You agree to let go of my dog. Let go of my dog. He doesn't need to get ready. He's gonna show me. I'll show it to you, but I'm filming right. Let go of my dog. You need to let go of my dog. If you let go, she can go in and get the fucking paper. Negotiation. You're not. Okay, so if you don't produce it, then he can just come with me, and then you can come to the SPCA where he's gonna be waiting. If this is what you're gonna do, how about you? Came onto my property. You wanted my attention, so now you got it. Dude, you came onto my property. My dog didn't leave the yard. He didn't care. I have to let go. Let go of my fucking dog. Let go of my 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 dog. I'll hold on to Let go of my dog. I'll hold on to him. Let go of my dog. I cannot believe that you're holding on to my dog right now. You're stressing him out. He's with me 20 I'll back up with him. I'll just stand over here. I'm going to hold on to him. What am I going to run away? Maybe. He's not going to run away. He's going to stay with her. No, wait. I'm on my property. As soon as I got out of my car, I walked away from you. I walked away from you. I walked away from you. I got, this is I got absolutely it. insane. I, got I cannot believe I'm paying taxes for fucking people like you. Okay, I flipped you the bird, which you deserve, clearly. Okay. And then you grab my dog? You saw how fast this is going to end up on global fucking news right now? Go ahead. Here you go. Canadian support dog, Marvin, German Shepherd, Alberta, registration number 122052. Okay. Was that so hard? Yeah. Okay. I'll be back with the ticket for the uh, branch movement. Jesus Christ. You're going to be back with the ticket? So, guys, I just. I mean, to keep it honest with y'all, it doesn't even surprise me anymore with how these cops be acting. But that was just too much. Like, I'm telling y'all, as a dog owner, pet owner. Look, that is a. It, it... <sighs> Let me tell you the Folks, hold learn on no, your rights. Let me learn let me tell you your rights. Let me tell you the rights in America for service animals. Okay. Trust me, I knew this from working in a hotel. The only thing that anybody is allowed to ask regarding your service animal, if you say that your animal is a service animal here in the United States of America, the only thing that they are allowed to ask is what service does your animal perform? That's it. Now, if you say that it's an emotional support animal. That is not technically considered a service animal under the ADA. Then you cannot bring it into a hotel, a restaurant, etc. Emotional support animals do not qualify as traveling service animals. For instance, I can't bring my cocks into a fucking restaurant Correct. and say, well, I'm there. They should be here because I'm no, a, no I understand my place. Correct. Emotional support animals over there stay the on your property and they, they stay with you. However, a diabetic alert dog, a, a seizure alert dog, a seeing eye, a, a, a seeing eye dog, those dogs, those kinds of dogs like Maxie, my, my aunt's crazy bitch dog is technically a service animal. She's a diabetic alert dog for my aunt. 
now she's here because she's such a crazy bitch that my aunt can't travel with her. But there have been plenty of times when Maxie has woken my aunt up in the middle of the night because her sugars were crashing. She wasn't trained for that. She trained herself for that. And now she's a service animal for that. And if she, if my aunt were to bring her to a hotel, the only thing that the hotel can ask is what service does she perform? And my aunt says she's a diabetic alert dog. That's it. You're not allowed to ask for paperwork on it in the United States, period. Not allowed. It, it's just like asking for your concealed carry permit in yep. the U.S. You can't ask that. Even cops can't ask you for that. Yes, cops can't ask you for your concealed permit. They can't. Nope. They're not allowed to. It's against the law. Second Amendment covers you. Especially if you're a constitutional carry state. Let me tell you something. You're a constitutional carry state. You ain't got to show shit. Yep. You can, This is what you show. Fuck you. Eat my dick. Hmm. That shit, I tell you right now, you, if you're a cop, if you're a police officer listening to us, which I doubt you are, because we smoke weed openly on the show, and I know you guys are going to get all offended by it. Oh, fuck you. There's no medicinal purpose. Okay, fine. You know, most of them smoke weed, too. I know they do. The point is this. Listen. Discernment. Learn it. It's a trait that will best suit you in the future. It will stop stupid videos like that one you just saw of that retarded rookie cop that obviously doesn't know his place. Because if I was that owner, I would have given one command to that dog and that dog would have torn that motherfucker up one side and down the other. Dude. And that cocksucker would never have known what was coming because that fur missile would have jumped into action without any nary a question. Uh, I, I dare anybody to try holding Seamus's collar <laughs> while he while they're arguing with me over who gets to hold Seamus's collar. No, no, they wouldn't have a hand in about 30 seconds. They wouldn't have a fucking arm. This is true too. But you you think everybody's gone nuts in this world. Check this out. This is crazy. Because I go even crazier for you. Hold on, I gotta because find this one. We can bullet crazy. You got to count it back. I do because it's crazy. One, two, three, four, five, oh, there's no six, title on the top, eight, is there? Nine. I just couldn't find it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um. So, all right, y'all remember that motherfucker back there is not real. Why do we? Why are we seeing more and more of these on planes? Why are people going fucking crazy on planes, right? And yes. then there was the lady the other day that was singing the the gospel singer, right? Yeah. Um, that. They threw a fit about her singing the gospel on the plane. I think that, honestly, I think they should put a gospel singer on every plane right now. Instead of, since they're not putting, you know, air marshals on planes, I think they should put, like, Christians on planes. <laughs> Seriously. Ar armed Christians? No, no, just, no, uh, yeah, arm, armed with the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> Praying Christians. Praying Christians. Why? Because fucking demons are coming out on planes. No shit. Check this shit out. <laughs> Stop watching me, you noisy on the street! I'm gonna get down! 
Now, now, mind you, this is this took place at twenty six thousand feet. Yeah, flying about a little over six hundred miles an hour. They actually diverted the plane to, I believe, Dallas to yes. get to get them off there. I mean, they were they were casting out demons on that plane, no joke. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you, you go know, ahead and believe what you want, but I can tell you right now, that ain't natural. There's you know nothing natural about that flight. Nothing. You know what? You know what it reminds me of? This is really interesting. What? So third, fourth time Gabriel came to talk to me. We were on our way home from Tulsa. We're on the plane. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he asked me is, where are we? And I said, we're on an airplane. He said, what's that? I said, it's a tin can with wings. It flies through the sky. And he said, oh. Well, no wonder I can come so easily because you're closer to me up here. Mm. You think it was an angel? I don't know that it was an angel, but. They weren't acting violently. No. They didn't seem to be acting mm -mm. violently. Nope. It seemed like she didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. I, I mean, just something. I... This guy was just trying to get off the plane before he got arrested. That's all that was going on here. But this is even crazier. This is another plane incident. How crazy can this shit get? Yeah, this guy like opened. He, 
an emergency exit over a wing after they had already landed and then jumped off the plane while they were still taxi. Go, 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 y'all. Go, y'all. Go, y'all. Zia, are you okay? What? What happened? He put something on the plane and jumped off the plane. Wait, what? He, someone jumped off? Zia. Zia. He put something on the plane. Go, go, go. What's going on? Girl, I don't know. That's just crazy. Don't go in the gate area. Just go in the gate area. Just walk, just walk, just walk, just walk, just walk. Well, he put something down and then he jumped off the incident as if he left a dorm or something. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. Oh my God. I've never been so scared. Child, my chest hurt. Because I was literally one seat away from him. What did you see? I can't catch my breath. Okay, so, I left my luggage. I never dreamed I would be going through nothing like this. What do you mean? Oh, they did. They did. There he is, there he is. He's taking the oh God. There he is. There he is right there. Oh my goodness. Lord, there he is. They got him. Thank God. Oh my God. They got him. They got him. They got him. Thank God. It's the guy beside him that's going to be able to tell what he put down. The same guy that did what? Pause it because it doesn't go anywhere. So, right. really quick, this is this was in Atlanta. They landed in Atlanta. Uh, they were taxiing. This dude just decided all of a sudden, fuck. He it, had to get the. I gotta get the out fuck of out there. of this plane because he thought he was gonna get arrested or some and shit like that. And uh, he jumped off the wing of the plane and he tried to confiscate a vehicle that was actually fucking carjack a tram, yeah, basically, and, or a pickup truck, whatever, it was a pickup truck. And he fucking drove off or tried to drive off with the pickup truck. And he ended up getting his ass beat. Long story short, folks, what the fuck is going on in planes? Seriously. They diverted this plane back to Atlanta to land back in Atlanta because of this dude. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. Mm. And then he jumps out an emergency exit. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. But hey, you know what time it is? It's about that. Well, we got to drop red pill. We do have to drop it, red it pill. It is about that. Time. Yes. So. so for the red pill streamers, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Sorry, starting late is my bad. Um, it's all good. Tomorrow, we'll Get be back. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. If you want to check us out, check over on pill.net, Patriot Party Pod, or you can find us on Rumble or mm -hmm. wherever you find us. She'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for the, uh, the good, good book. book. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Till then, we'll see you peace. Tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. For the rest of you fuckers. You know what time it is. You want to get high?
Did do you unpack I it? ever? I did. Oh, you did. You're a sweetheart. I did. Oh, we're ready to go. Look at that. We're already ready. So you know what time it is. If it's legal for you and you know where you're at and you can do it and you're not going to get in trouble or if you even are. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Smoke it up. It's time. It's for the J-Man. We got a lot of good, uh, a lot of good returns on this. Justin uh, tribute show on Thanksgiving. Yep. So uh, this is who this is for. Yes, yeah, Sparky. Justin Anders. Craig knows what happened. He uh, he caught up on the replays and sent me an email this morning. Actually, already filled uh, the net on the rest. Ponied up some. He sent me some money in PayPal to send directly to Liana. So I sent it to her cash app already. So. Craig, that is already to Liana. She is very, very appreciative. Everybody is. But she's over in the foxhole. And Liana, Craig says to you, Madame. We are working on a give, send, go for her. But if, um, while we get that set up, if you guys want to do what Craig did, you can send money to our PayPal. Um, the link is on, fuck if I know where. I don't know. I think it's in the show I don't notes. Even know PayPal for yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you, if you want to do it, honestly, just donate gold pills. Honestly, I swear to God, I just did the math today. I'm about to give Liana as oh. soon as she comes up online, 139,144 gold pills in one shot. So, if you guys want to do that, just donate here, and I'm giving all of that to her. Yep. Um, but the uh, the PayPal is at Patriot Party Pod on PayPal. Um, and just you can just put a note in there, say, for Liana, and I will forward it directly to her cash app. So, so uh, yes, we are helping as much as we can. If you want to do it, you want to donate, hey, feel free. You know what it's like. But we will have a gift send go up for her yep. shortly. Because <clears throat> uh, Justin would have done it. So absolutely. Why does Lion need cash for? Uh, oh, Leo, you got to catch up, darling. For legal fees, she got arrested for basically wearing a and got her ass beat for wearing a Patriot tank top. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> hey it's going there my tea thank you and we appreciate that because i swear to god i'm giving her everything i've got everything that's in our account is going directly to her when so did any- she come on i think she came on what on the friday show right no she hasn't come on yet yeah no she came on to talk about what happened no, she came on our show. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. But I can't give it to her until she comes I up on her show. I understand, but I'm saying what show? It was the Friday show, yes, right? That she yes, came on and told her yes, story. So yes. you guys want to hear it because we cannot tell it as well as Liana did. It was pretty holy epic. Holy shit. Yeah, um, she got her ass kicked. So yeah, go watch the Friday episode because um, it'll fucking piss you off. Yeah, because the whole thing starts out with, oh, you, oh that's how it's going to be. Oh, that's and, what it, oh no. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah. then the rest of it is 
And that's why she's look, folks, if you want to know, she's not going on the air. It's because of me. It's my fault. You can call me on it all you want. You can call me an asshole, a fucking dickhead, whatever you want. It's fine. She's she doing it on my recommendation. I told her to get in touch with a lawyer first. Talk with the lawyer first before she goes on the air destroying somebody under her name. She did it under our name. It's going to be hard to find for anybody looking for it unless they, they know there's a connection there. However, if they don't, good luck. She came on our show. That's a different story. That was an interview. That was nothing more. Yeah. Now, outside of that, she goes on her own show. That's a whole different story. She's bringing a whole other bundle of trouble with her, which I just advise that right now, until you get a lawyer, once you have that lawyer, boom, you go back on the air as much as you feel. As much as the lawyer tells you that you should or shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. Because that is the most important part right now is letting that story be told through that lawyer, that mouthpiece that you're buying and then making that mouthpiece say it. Oh, shit. And that's the problem that a lot of people fuck up. I'm just trying to prevent her from having some hardship. And uh, she understands it. It's it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just letting you all know, don't get angry with her. She's going through some shit right now. You got to understand that, uh, as we all are. And uh, when she gets out on the other side, she'll have plenty to say about it. Don't you worry about it. Yep. I know that. So Trump's lawyers are getting down and dirty, too. Hopefully, uh, here's that. This is this is very interesting. Where did that come from? This came from Julie Kelly, who yeah. is like the number one person on January 6th. So, yeah. Trump's lawyers in the January 6th case filed a nine page discovery letter seeking lots of records from special counsel and DOJ related to the 2020 election on January 6th. So, some highlights. Please provide all documents regarding informants, cooperators, undercover agents, representatives, or anyone acting in a similar capacity on behalf of or at the behest of the Department of Justice or any law enforcement agency, including state or District of Columbia, who is present at or within five miles of the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. Oh, shit. You know who that mm -hmm. requires? Uh, somebody to say that they were there within five miles of January 6th. Yours truly. Yeah. Yeah. Federal law well, enforcement, baby. You, no, because you were oh, you're no. retired. You're retired. Yeah, so but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I would still be in. No, you were not numbers. considered an informant, a cooperator, undercover agent, representative, or anyone acting in a similar capacity at the behest of the Department okay, of Justice. True. True. Okay. I was not there. At no. Behest of the Please provide all documents regarding informants, cooperators, undercover agents, representatives, or anyone acting in a similar capacity on behalf of or at the behest of the Department of Justice or any law enforcement agency, including the state or District of Columbia, who are involved in the assistance, planning, or encouragement of any activities related to the protest, breach, or trespassing of the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. Number three, please identify all consideration or things of value given to or on behalf of each person present at or involved in any activities related to the protest, breach, or trespassing of the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. You know who that includes right there, just in that one statement alone? 
Nancy Pelosi uh-huh. and all videos therein reco- recorded therein or provided by her daughter. Mm-hmm. So all of those videos. You know she paid her daughter for that. Yes. Yeah. And she refused to give over the videos. Guess what now we would get to. out of that? Yep. We get six, seven, eight, and nine, the videos that she didn't return over to the January 6th committee. Please provide all documents regarding requests for security, National Guard, or any law enforcement presence related to the Eclipse Rally or Ellipse Rally or any other protest or demonstration within Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. So they're kind of fucked wow. if, if they comply, which, you know, they, 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 they'll just say, you know, whatever. Um, let's see. I, the discovery contains some FBI 302s for investigation related to events at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Please provide all FBI 302s reports, including FD 1057s and other memoranda for these investigations, including investigations relating to foreign interference and efforts by foreign actors to support and exacerbate events at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Wait, there were foreign actors in the crowd apparently is that what they're leaning towards we have found many redacted documents in the discovery production there are likely many more because we cannot search for redactions for each of these redactions please explain why the document was redacted and provide the complete document that they can't get around they, no. they have to provide the and complete he's document. he's a for former those. president. So he has a He's a former yeah. sitting president. So yes, they would have to, they would be required under law to provide those. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, Trump's going to know so, everything that happened. Um, Because there's, I've got to find oh, it. Okay, here we that's go. That's not good. Well, and here, here's, um, here's some. Some Jim Jordan. He was awful happy today. Oh, yeah. He, he was. was really happy today, which makes me, it makes my cockles warm, warm and happy. It warms what, your cockles. Yes. It warms my cockles when I see Jim Jordan happy because that means Jim Jordan's got something that, guess what? Fucking, oh, fucking Joe Biden's going, fuck me. I'm running for the hills. Oh, well, maybe Nancy Pelosi in this case. Here you go. Earlier, uh, Representative Cheney said we can have an investigation or we can let it go uninvestigated. I mean, what, what a ridiculous statement. What the FBI has been investigating this issue for, for the past since it happened. Exactly where it's supposed to have 600 people have been charged. Investigations are supposed to happen in the executive branch. Congress has an oversight function, but Democrats don't want to do that. They don't want to ask the appropriate questions, like why was the security posture so weak that day? Why wasn't the National Guard here? They don't want to ask those questions. Instead, the actions of the January 6th committee, I believe, are a complete assault on Americans' liberty. There have been four batches of subpoenas issued, four batches. One we're talking about today, Mr. Bannon, Mr. Meadows, Mr. Patel, Mr. Scavino. Second, well, second one to Mr. Clark, employee at DOJ, former employee at DOJ. The third batch to organizers of some other rally I didn't know about that happened that day. And then... There's been subpoenas issued to 11 individuals, 11 American citizens, who asked the government for permission on an application to hold the Trump rally. Now think about this. They put their names on an application. The government asked them to do that. They give that application to the government. The government granted it, and now the January 6th committee petitions them to ask them questions about exercising their First Amendment right to assemble. Here's what they ask them about. Here's what they ask them about. 
subpoenaed to those individuals, 11 individuals includes a demand for agenda and selection of speakers for the rally. They ask them for coordination of the speakers' respective speeches, discussions of content, and they ask them, think about this, communications with or concerning any member of Congress. So if some of these individuals happen to talk to a member of Congress exercising their First Amendment liberty to petition their government to redress their grievances, wow, the January 6th committee wants to depose them on those kind of things. Some of these individuals are 20-some-year-old staffers. I mean, this is largely a clerical thing. They filled out this application, setting out chairs, escorting people to their seats, plugging in microphones. No, no, they're going to they're gonna go after them, even though, even though this, the investigation the FBI is doing says, fine, scan evidence of any type of coordination. Here's what it says. Violence was not centrally coordinated. This is, this is the Reuters story. Oh, and here's the source. Here's the source on that story. Senior lawmakers have been briefed in detail on the results of the FBI's investigation so far. Find them credible, a Democrat congressional source said. So there is an investigation going on where it's supposed to happen in the executive branch. Oh, I forgot. One other thing the January 6th committee's done that I believe is a direct attack on liberty. They've sent letters to the carriers, the tech companies, asking that they, for hundreds and hundreds of Americans, according to the news reports, asking that they preserve all communications of that individual for the past six months. And they, they, told these, they told these companies, oh, by the way, don't let the person we're telling you to preserve information for, don't let them know, like the law requires, don't let them know that we've asked you to do this. And if you feel compelled to follow the law and tell them that this January 6th, that government is asking for this information to be preserved, if you feel compelled to tell us first. Why is that? Why is that one statement that Jim Jordan just made a big deal? First of all, Jim Jordan did not tell you the right number. Okay. Let's be honest about the number. He said hundreds. No. What he meant was millions. Okay. It wasn't... A hundred thousand or because everybody keeps saying this number there. Oh, there's only like two, three, four, five hundred thousand. The number's just gone up every time I listen to it. Two, three, four, five, six. We're up to like nine hundred thousand people that were at January 6th. Now, when are we all going to get to the real number? <coughs> See, that's the one thing that I think defines this. This is the one part they will not tell you. He just said hundreds. No, it wasn't hundreds, folks. It was more like in the millions of people that arrived there for January 6th. Tell me something. If you had 2.7 million people show up for a rally in D.C., how do you, how do you find those numbers out? Well, they track airfare. They they and track hotel occupancy and taxi rides. Mm -hmm. They they track all of that. Everything downtown they track. Why? Because you can be tracked. There's a camera on every fucking block there. Yep. So think about this for a second, folks. They know exactly how many people. We're present for January 6th. This is one of the things about Jim Jordan that worries me. Because when I see him lie about the number, what else are you willing to lie about? 
I mean, seriously, if you're going to lie about how many people were present there that day, what else are you willing to lie about? And why are you lying? Two questions right off the bat. And Jim Jordan could not answer him if he tried to, because he knows he's being paid by his Republican handlers to say 90% of this shit. Okay, let's go back to it. The old gag order concept. This is this is this is scary where they want to go and what they're doing to Americans' constitutional rights. And finally, I would ask just this sort of fundamental question. How can you expect witnesses to participate when you wouldn't let Republicans participate in the committee? How can you do that? We know what this is about. This is this plain and simple. It's about they got nothing else to talk about. They got nothing else to talk. This is the worst administration in history. We went from a secure border to complete chaos. Complete chaos. Every single month has been worse than the one before. March was the highest month on record for illegal crossings, illegal migrant encounters until April. April was the highest month until May. May was the highest month until June. June was the highest month until July. 212,000 that month alone. They got nothing else to talk about. We went from energy independence to the president of the United States begging OPEC to increase production. I can't talk about that. No, they're going to use this committee to attack American citizens' liberties, fundamental First Amendment rights. We went from relatively safe streets to violent crime up in every major urban area in this country. Can't talk about that. Can't address those problems that real Americans care about. Nope. We're going to assault Americans' First Amendment rights. Can't talk about inflation. Real wages gone down. Supply. Can't talk about that. Supply chain problems. Empty shelves in the stores, can't talk about that. Nope. Going to go after this. I, I, I hope every single Republican votes against this. I hope some Democrats decide that this is not how it's supposed to, supposed to work. We just had a decision last, last year. The Mazur, these guys are obsessed with going after President Trump. We just had a decision in the Mazur case last year that says this is not how it's supposed to work. Slap back Congress because they wanted to get information that they were entitled to. They don't do the investigations the executive branch does. Mr. Chairman, I look forward to questions. Yeah, I, uh, hmm. mm-hmm. at least he's just, I, I give him this, at least he is disgusted with it. Because he's like, wait a minute, we're going to do the investigations that the, the branch doesn't want to do. I wonder if he's disgusted by this. This came out today. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I saw this one too. I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of you. Yeah, go ahead and say that we we instigated it again. Who is that? Like grandma got a broken tailbone out of that one. Yeah. At the very least. I, I, folks, no bullshit. This is, um, Sparky, Lindsay's not hiding from Craig. Lindsay's boss has been bitching about her putting her AirPods in at work. So she has to wait until she gets out of work. And since she's an hour behind us, she should be in probably closer to the end of the show. Yeah. So. She has to catch up. Okay. 
Anyway. Oh. That's what they don't want us to see. That's what they don't want us to see. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. There you go. What else don't they want us to see? Here's a little Tucker for you. Oh, yeah. Why you got to bring him up? Why not? And we're not going to watch the whole thing, but. It's like 31 minutes. Yeah, we're not going to watch the whole thing, but here. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Tucker Carlson, everybody. Tucker fucking Carlson is in the house. Tucker Carlson. First of all, who wants a body like that pair? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> roll that back. Did you see that, dude? He's not skinny. Play that forward and let's just mute oh, it. That is not skinny. That's a big shit, dude. He's got a bit of a dad bod going on for sure. Holy fuck. Mom's cooking is killing him. Hey, you know what? Wow. Who wants to be that pudge? Wow. Shit. I look. You're fat shaming Tucker Carlson. I don't look sexy, but damn, I got, I have a six pack. All right. Technically, it's like it's like twelve, but whatever. I mean, it's there. I have a pack of something. I can grab a case of beer, but Tucker, dude, you can't even pick that shirt up. Don't fat shame Tucker. Damn, people think he's like sexy. (laughs) No, people think he's smart and brave. like that and by the way every introduction should come with profanity so thank you <laughs> i didn't hear the introduction because fuck yeah exactly from television who's here i didn't expect to see him and uh he's probably the greatest financial analyst on television and so i said to him jokingly since he deals with markets and you know real companies i said what there he is right there i said is it crazy to bury gold in my yard? And he looked me right in the face. He goes, no, it's not crazy. <laughs> and that kind of, comp- and I'm, by the way, I'm not giving investment advice. I'm the last person. Uh, you would never take investment advice from someone who's never had an actual job. Don't buy real estate from a homeless person, et cetera, et cetera. Don't uh, hire a fat person as your trainer. Um, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but uh, I'm only saying that to highlight what everyone in this room already knows, which is that it's really a volatile moment. I flew out here across the country this morning and spent five hours texting people, mostly people I know, but also the entire mentally ill community in America has my text, so a lot of crazies too, but also a lot of people I really like and who are smart and temperate and reasonable people who've been around, who are my age, I'm 54, you know, kind of seen stuff and have measured opinions on things. And I gotta tell you, every single person I texted with, with the exception of my wife, who's not on the internet at all, was uh, angry and paranoid, seriously. And these are not crazy people, these are normal good people with like kids and stuff, with a vested interest in Americans' success. These are not the burn it down caucus. These are the, you know, these are the people you want voting. And they were all angry and paranoid. Every single one of them, some of them really angry and some of them really paranoid. And I have to say, after assessing uh, their views for five hours, I think they were justified in both. 
Like they had every reason to be angry and all the evidence required to become paranoid. And so I'm not mocking them at all. Um, I'm just telling you once again what you already know, which is uh, this is going to be the next year is going to be, I, I think I'd bet my house on it, um, really like nothing we've ever seen in, in the country. And everyone can kind of feel that. You know, most of our perceptions come through intuition rather than reason. And if you have dogs, you know this because they can't understand literally a word you say because they don't speak English, hardly any of them. Um, but if you're close to your dog, you know the dog knows exactly. That's not true. My dogs, our dogs know every fucking word we say. <laughs> I can tell Annie to get out of the studio and go lay on the couch, and she will. I can tell Seamus to get out of the bathroom and go lay on the bed, and he will. They know exactly what I'm saying all the time. But anyway, sorry that you can't talk to dogs, Tucker. It's a learned experience. Exactly what's going on. Knows when it's time to go out. Knows when you're going on a trip. Why is that? Because they don't hear anything. They just watch. And they feel. And people are very much the same. And if something bad is about to happen, everybody gets jumpy. And everybody's really jumpy right now. Um, so I'm not here to you know, make your anger and paranoia worse. Just the opposite. I'm here merely to suggest a couple of things that I think you could do about it. And that might be useful rather than pointless. Like spending a ton of time on social media screaming at people, well, obviously I do that for a living. Um, and I would never discourage anyone from doing it. Uh, you know, probably aren't gonna solve your problem. So uh, here, the first thing I think that's really important as you stare down the next 12 months um, is, to, is to accept the fact that, it's, that all your senses are telling you the truth. A good friend of mine called Gavin DeBecker once wrote a book, the thesis of which was, every feeling, every gut level feeling you've ever had is real is totally true, that your gut is the one thing that doesn't lie to you. Your gut only has your interest in mind. It is not trying to sell you a product or convince you to vote for it. It's acting solely on your behalf. So if you get a very strong message from your viscera, from your intuition, obey it. Take it very seriously. As I always tell my children, if you're talking to somebody and the person seems creepy, he's creepy. It doesn't mean you can convict him in a court of law for creepiness, though maybe you should try, but you don't need to. All you need to know is that what your senses are telling you is absolutely true. This person's creepy. If you feel deception, you're being lied to, period. Now, you may not know how you're being lied to or why you're being lied to, much less what the truth is. You probably don't. I most of the time have no idea. But if you feel you're being lied to, you're 100% right. You are being lied to. Okay, fuckers. You all know, listen, no joke here. I've taught you about this. I've already told you about it. If your gut's right, you all know. Okay, so for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. So there I was one night, long, long time ago. I got into a car with a friend of mine, probably should not have gotten in the car with. He was not sober, nor was I. And I should not have been driving that car that night. I was. However, I had the common sense to put my seatbelt on because it was the first thing my mother and father always did when they got in a car. And I don't know why it was, but they gave into that and I, I gave into it and I just started doing it because ever since I saw them get into a car, I saw them putting it on. I'm like, I'm putting it on. If I was in the backseat, I never put it on because back in the 80s, 
There were no fucking car seat. There were no seat buckles back then. Shit, I used to ride in the back of my dad's panel van with backwards. the dog. And like, Looking backwards. Be, if he made a quick turn, he's like, hang on tight. I'd grab onto the dog and one of us would slam against the sidewall. Whoever was, you know, closest to depending the wall. on which exactly. way he was turning. Yeah. So there, there were no seat buckles back then. But today, like I get in the back of a car and... I've been in government vehicles before where they actually turned around and said, hey, buckle up. Sparky, don't be an asshole. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. I ain't buckling up. I'm in the back of a van. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then, but think about this. Think about what he's saying there. Yep. That's all part of it. That's the programming that's been given to us. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's what's right. That's what they produce and what they put in front of you and what they put on your TV screen for 30 second, 30 second increments. Think about a TikTok. How long is a TikTok? The longest one's 30 seconds. The shortest one is like, I think five seconds. Yeah, it's more than 30 seconds. You can put up like three minutes on a TikTok. Can you? Yeah. Oh, I thought the yeah. longest one's like no. 30 seconds. No. Could. Or maybe that's Instagram. I don't remember which one it is. I Whatever. don't fucking care. No, Either way, like a and a half. you can only put up a certain amount of time because why? So how long our brains operate? You're right, Sparky. Stop being a con. My bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look. I don't know what he's talking about. I do. Um, if the way it works in this house, I accept that I am generally too accepting of people. I'm I'm too nice to people. I give people too many chances. But if you show up in my house and my dogs don't like you, you don't come in my house. Period. I don't care who you are. If Seamus don't like you, pfft, he ain't coming in. If Annie don't like you, oh, you definitely ain't coming in. They won't even let you in. Yeah, I'm about to say, good luck. <laughs> good luck getting through the door because they'll kill you before you make it through the door. Exactly. So, and they meet everyone at the door. Yep. So if Annie jumps up on you, you're good. If, mm -mm, if her hackles raise and she backs up, no, nope, don't worry. You're going to see Seamus after that because <laughs> exactly. Seamus could knock your ass over and then drag you out by your hair. Yeah. So Pretty trust much. me, it ain't going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll be on, on I mean, your 250 ass pounds of fucking really mad dog on top of you. Next time code enforcement shows up, I'm totally bringing Seamus outside. You absolutely. I don't know why you didn't do that the first time. I mean. I would have done that because I was I was already absolutely because I was already outside. I was outside. I would have run inside to get him. I was outside in like, the workshop, on, and Heather came and get me, and she was like, "Hey, someone's here for you." And I just walked out around the front. But if I'd known it was them, I would have come through the house and brought Seamus with me. T-shirt. Be like, "Hey, look! If she's like this, it's code enforcement." Exactly. Let me know that, and I'm going to go through the front door anyway. And I'll bring Seamus with me. <laughs> Craig, maybe you're onto something. Maybe Sparky has a secret crush on you. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, at least it's only the gay way, Leo. Just keep it the gay way. Is that gay? I don't know. We're, we'll get kicked off gay? of this, so it doesn't matter. I don't gay? have. I don't have any. Of my, I haven't programmed. I know any you haven't. You're slacking. Yet. I've been slacking. I know. All right. I've just been lazy. You've been programming been... my buttons instead of yours. Something like that. <laughs> it's about that time of the year. All right. Uh, Defender of the Republic. My daughter, who's currently climbing on me, bit my lip yesterday, so don't mind this. 
let you guys know I am an avid reader of George Magazine, both the original and the new. If you don't know about George Magazine, it was created by JFK Jr. back in September of 1995, and the last issue was published in January of 2001. I own every issue. What's cool about the magazines, though, is that if you read it now, which is more than 20 years later, there's a lot of foreshadowing in those magazines. The new issues of George just started to be published. There are now four issues, and they were released by Gene Ho, who was Donald J. Trump's photographer. If you want to check those out, it's georgeonline.com, but I wanted to bring your attention to the latest issue, which is the fourth issue. I haven't received my copy yet, but I did go online to read through it, and I want to bring your attention to pages, I believe, four and five. I put them together for you here, for you to look at together. It's in a spread. Um, when you look online, it doesn't show as a spread, but I want to bring your attention to the people sitting in the seats in this picture, and then what is on the screen. Take a look. to figure them all out. George Washington, Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, JFK Jr., Lincoln, and JFK. Then what's on the screen? JFK Jr.'s plane. And what does it say to the right of it? Listen, I didn't publish this. They did. I'm just sharing it. Take from it what you will. We've met George, um, Gino. Gene Ho a, a couple of times, actually. Three times. He's now. a nice guy. He's very nice. Dude. Yeah, very nice guy. Very interesting. He was not a not the biggest. He, he wasn't a big Trump fan until he was asked to be his personal photographer, and he got to know him pretty well. And uh, yeah, he was and opposite. Then he was all about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you know it's this is this is fucking weird shit. Epic though. Um here we go. Um uh, I can find it because it's further down here. There's just so many on here. Yep, here that, we go. All right. So y'all. Predictive programming. They're trying to set up a narrative. Here's your narrative. Here's what happens if Donald Trump dies while running in the 2024 presidential election. It's a real headline on Business Insider. Mm -hmm. They're going to try and kill him. You know that it's got to be coming. You know, they're going to try and kill him. Can't... The, it, folks, they, they killed JFK because he was going after the mob. Yep. Because he was allowing Robert F. Kennedy to go after the mob. Come on. How long does it take him to get from the mob to NASA? How long does it take him to get from uh, Trump to Biden and linking all of the pedophilia and all of the child sex trafficking back to the Democrats? It doesn't take long. Why? Because it's already happening. 
We have people getting collected left, right, and center in different swaths of the country in all these child sex trafficking rings. And everybody's asking, why are they all liberal? You know, the FBI very quietly admitted that Pizzagate is real and that they're um, currently investigating and arresting people involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. It's not a fake thing. It's not a, no, oh, it's a conspiracy real. theory. No, no. Pizzagate's a real thing. Mm -hmm. They are now currently, supposedly, according to this gay-ass DOJ that isn't real anyway, and why the fuck we Americans are sitting here dealing with it, I don't understand. They don't follow the Constitution. If they don't follow the Constitution, we have the authority to not only say no, but fuck no, we're not listening to you anymore. Uh, DQ Ball, we know of at least seven times that they have tried to kill Trump already. Um, uh, one time they they shot into yeah, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, they um, shot a missile. They shot at him a missile at a plane. Yeah, they his uh, personal doctor tried to poison him and actually poisoned Barron instead. Yep. Um, those are just a. Uh, just off the top of my head. Just the ones that we can remember yeah. from everything we've read. But so, yeah, they've already tried to kill him. A number of times. But now, apparently, they're they're ramping it up and they're... Making it a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then over in London, you know, there's huge protests going on in London right now because of the migrants. Same thing in Ireland. You guys familiar with Tommy Robinson? He's a, a, a good red pill patriot reporter in the UK. He's been red pilling people for a long time and, and not as like woo woo as David Icke. Like he's like on the ground. More like us, more like us, very yeah. much like us. Real people. Yeah. Um, so I, no, I've always, always liked this guy. I always he showed thought up, he was a real good dude. He showed up at a protest in he, London. He's got like millions of followers and they too. arrested him for being him. Yeah. Literally they arrested him because they said that his presence caused a disturbance. They're the ones causing the fucking disturbance. Watch this craziness. That's Tommy Robinson. There's, I don't know, there's more photographer. Okay, I, I got one question, folks. Why did they need stop, cops stop, for stop. Listen, listen, stop. 1776, we rebelled against England. We said, no, you're not going to treat us this way. You're not going to do this to us, right? Mm -hmm. How does that look any different than any American street today? Mm -hmm. You want to know what true freedom is? True freedom is abstinent of those people that say police and Bobby and GV and all that other bullshit on their back. Okay. That's what true freedom is. You don't have that. You have people ruling people, not implanted government dictators who, who think that you owe them, not the other way around. That's where we're at today here in America.
our dictators who lived less than three miles away from us, not 3,000 miles away from us in a foreign country. No, our government dictators that live less than three miles away from us, they expect that due. It's called taxes. Tell me something. How many times have you bought the same product over and over again just to find out it didn't work? Once, right? You did it once. You bought a product. You bought it a second time thinking it was just you. And you thought maybe it didn't work because it was just me. You bought it the second time. It still didn't work. And you said, fuck you. Got a question for you. Why do you keep paying taxes? It's a great question. Nope. Shut your mouth. Why do you keep paying taxes? That's a question you have to answer. Think about this for a second. You bought a product, right? It's not working. It's not doing what you want, right? Why are you paying taxes? And don't tell me so you don't get arrested. I thought you were a patriot. They can't arrest us all. Exactly. If we all do it at the same time, mm-hmm. why are you paying taxes? Can't arrest us all. We bought a defective product, folks. We have to identify the fact that we have a defective product in our hands right now. We have a ticking time bomb. Somebody who's about to start World War Three. Oh, wait. This... This is like sex with Kobe. It doesn't matter about the mountain range. Wait, they were just talking about that on MSNBC. Here, No, it's going to start. Here, look, look. Hold on. It's all a lie. Yes, Scarborough is telling us. Here, here. believe something more that doesn't exist. Here here you go. Here you go. Here you go, Trump, on World War III. But but Claire, I'm so glad you talked about marketing because the crisis we're going through right now where the world could really spiral into world war three but it's not because a guy who's actually had 50 years of experience it shows the contrast between a guy obsessed with marketing his brand a guy obsessed with gestures a guy who governed by gesture versus well joe biden who has 50 years of experience And when a deal goes sideways on the hostages, he can pick up the phone, he can call, he can get it done. When he meets with President Xi in a critical meeting, he can actually, they they have experience. You know, they've got over a decade of experience working with each other when both of them were number two in their countries. Experience matters. And the contrast, it makes me so angry when people are talking about Oh, Joe Biden, he's out of it. He's this. No, he's not. On Joe Biden's worst day, he's light years ahead of Donald Trump on policy, on politics, on diplomacy. Well, there's no question about that. And frankly, on mental capabilities, Um, you know, the ageism thing is really look at the way Donald Trump behaves. Who is more unstable? Who is the one who, frankly, doesn't know where he is part of the time, doesn't know who he's running against, doesn't know what what year it is, doesn't know uh, world leaders and what countries they're from. Um, it is really, if you isolate his comments and look at them objectively, he is the one who is suffering from a problem related to declining ability in later life, not, not Joe Biden. Yeah, and after that screed, I mean, there'd be a lot of people like going, going Uncle, Uncle, I mean, Uncle Donnie needs to maybe 
maybe go to a community uh, living. Center. Yeah, he's, he's got an emotional problem. He's so out regulation, of it. emotion regulation. It's poor thing. Here we go. Oh my God. Hey, remember, it exists. They're so scared. In their world, not in yours. But in there, for instance, Jean uh, fucking KJP, fucking dirty mob head. That dumb bitch was asked a very simple question by Peter Ducey today that I think is so simple to answer. Please explain this to me, folks. If if you believe for one second that they're trying to make you believe something that does not exist exists, explain this. But. Why do you think it is that when you say the economy is improving and President Biden says the economy is improving, that a majority of Americans outside of this building are not buying it? So here's the thing. When we walked into this administration, the economy was on a a tailspin. That is the fact. Because of the last administration, because of the Trump administration, because of how they dealt uh, dealt with COVID and the pandemic, because they didn't have a comprehensive plan. The president came in, he passed the American Rescue Plan, which was able to get the economy back on its feet, which was able to open up small businesses. Small businesses were able to open up. Schools were able to open up. And we understand what Americans have been feeling over the last two, three years. It's going to take some time. We get that. It's going to take some time, but it does not take away how we have seen the economy getting back on its feet. We actually had to fix the problem that we saw that the last administration left us. Okay. I, I can't wait. We're going to start really quick. We're going to mute all the vo- uh, volume. I, Stop. I, Do not drop that. Bring that back to the beginning. We're going to, hey, this is it. You want a crash course. Okay. This is going to be a fucking crash course in folks that lie all the time. You ready for this one? Watch this. I'm going to show you some body language. First, watch her hands. Watch what her hands do. She pushes forward. She pushes them away. Watch her hands. Oh, the hands come up. They're there. They're pushing him away. They're keeping that that separate boundary. Watch the hands. The hands tell you everything. Oh, I crossed them. Now I'm putting up that wall. Oh, now I'm using my hands again. Here we go. Using the hands. I'm pushing the hands. I'm keeping you away. Why am I doing that? Because everything that is coming out of my mouth right now is a fucking lie. Bullshit. That is not what you have said since day one. No. You said you were the adults. You were going to take over and make it right again. Where did you get right? You have lied since the first day that you've been in office. Why are we paying taxes? Tell you what, you want you want to know what our Tea Party is going to be? We all, at the same time, stop paying taxes. Because, look, even the New Yorkers on the street know right now that the immigrants are being treated better than they are. We showed the videos from days ago mm-hmm. where they said the immigrants showed up and stole all the turkeys before we even got here. They even know that the shit is being taken from them and they are being, even though they're duly qualified as citizens, they might not make as much money as everybody else. 
but they're duly qualified citizens. They have a blue passport. They're being treated like second rate citizens. Same as us. So the question is, is when we all join together, ban arms, say, fuck taxes. We all stop paying taxes at the same time. Say, look, we bought a bum product and you all fucking suck and you need to go. What then? What's the next step after that? Because I got a bad news. I got bad news for some of you. For instance, this one right here, because she always likes to bring up the Israeli Palestine thing that I don't think we should be involved in. And I don't care. And I really don't. It's not because I don't care about the people of Palestine and I don't care about the people of Israel. You notice I haven't played any clips about it today. It's because I don't, it's not our place. You will not understand it unless you've lived there. Until you live there, you will never understand it. But it's too late. We're already there. It, then we need to let it go. Elon we was need there. to shut the fuck up and let it go. Elon was in, was in meeting with Netanyahu today. And then he went on a Twitter space with Netanyahu and over a million people listened. Really? Yeah. But could he, be, he could be the Antichrist. Mm, could be exactly what you think he is. Actually. Because that would make sense. I was told that AI is the Antichrist. Hmm. But anyway. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting but, theory. That's actually a good theory. <laughs> If you're following the Terminator timeline, yes, that's a fucking great theory. Because when you take when you when you take God out and replace it with technology, what, what is, is that? It? That's the Antichrist, quite literally. Especially if it thinks it's God. And it makes sense because if all men are created in the image or all people, all humans are created in the image of God, then none of them can actually technically be the Antichrist. It would have to be something non-human. Correct. Holy shit. You might be out to something there, babe. Mm -hmm. Damn. Me, but okay. Anyway, Elon also went on CNBC. Who told you that? Gabriel. <laughs> during the... Okay, sure. He doesn't exist. During we we your don't birthday. believe in angels. Yesterday, we don't believe in angels. During your birthday. What a dick. He was here yesterday? I, twice. And I told what him you were... Dick. I told him you were going to be mad. The second time he came, I was like, dude, he's going to be so mad at you. He's like, why? And I was like, because it's his birthday. You can't leave him alone for one fucking day. He was like, oh, he'll be fine. He'll get over it. He's right. <laughs> I will. Because anyway, it is Gabriel. Let me anyway, check kinda... this out. This is, uh, this is great. This is the most pregnant pause you will ever hear. <laughs> this defines a pregnant, pregnant pause. Pauses? Yes. Listen. All right. God, no. I don't, so, I don't want to uh, at all. But I'm, what I'm trying, even came up in the annual meeting. I mean, you know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarina will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the, the, the scene in The Princess Bride. My name is oh, oh, Inigo oh, Montoya. Hold on, hold on, stop. I'm here stop. to kill you. You killed my father. Out, time out. Hold on, let me time out. Okay. Let me no. Let me evaluate that okay. because we just evaluated that last That's one. Okay, and I, I I just told you that she was lying. Uh huh. And. What do you see different here, folks? Dude, he Tell, like, no, stop, stop. You, you, you just asked. I, what is he, how does he act differently than KJ, 
KJP just did in front of you. Watch, bring it back to the beginning, mute it. Let's do the same thing we let's, did before and just watch his reaction to the question. Wait, because well, I here. think it's serious. I think that, and or, you know, I can't get these. Watch, he's sitting there, he's thinking about it. Where does he look? High into the right, right? Uh -huh. What is high into the right? I mean, just tell the truth. Yes. Okay. Now, hold on a second. When he starts to talk, what does he do? He picks his head up. He brings it down, which means he's in congruence that, yeah, you're right. What you're saying is wrong. Mm -hmm. But I agree with what you're saying. And I have to figure out a way in my head that this makes sense. So he's actually trying to think about what this guy where kjp was all of a sudden her hands came up they were in front of her face she was doing this number right here in front of the camera let me block you push you back from joe biden you don't need to see this he's not doing that his hands are remaining in between his legs crossed he's sitting in a very provocative stance where he's thinking about things okay so let's listen to what he says you know i'm reminded of uh there's a scene in The Princess Bride, great movie, great movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father. And he says, offer me money, offer me power. I don't care. See, you just don't care. You want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say. And if, 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 uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know what? He, he said, my he, name is Inigo Montoya. No, you killed no, my father. No, Prepare no, to die. No, no, you missed. That's no, my favorite part. It's my favorite I know. Line. That is the line. But yes. But yes. But, but what, that what you what forget said. is what the person offered. Inigo Montoya. Mm -hmm. He offered him power. Money. He offered him money. He offered him status. And all he kept saying was, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepared, Prepared to die. The point is, is it didn't matter about any of that. You know what? For once, me and Elon, we see eye to eye. That is an eye to eye moment. I can sit there. He had that dead stare in his eye when he looked at him too. Go ahead. Tell me something different, fucker. Go for it. And they had no idea what he to had, make of him. Yeah, they were like, what do I say to that? How, how do I respond to that? Uh, you don't, dickhead. That's a mic drop moment. That's what we call a mic drop moment. Peace. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Anyway, we're going to finish out with a funny clip. Funny sort of. clip. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sort of. What is humor these days, anyway? Fuck. Grandpa! Huh? I think it's time that we had um, kind of a difficult conversation with you. You know how much we love you, right? Right. And I love you, too. <laughs> and we only want what's best for you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's becoming more and more clear to us that we can't take care of you the way that you need to be taken care of. Why are you talking like that? I'm fine. You're getting older. You get confused. You forget where you are. You fall down. You need to go someplace where they can take care of you. Where people your age go. We think it's time for you to 
run for U.S. Senate. No! How can you do this to me? I still have a lot of good years left. Fuck. It's time for you to run for U.S. Senate. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Where we put the old folks in our country. <laughs> Welcome to. Oh, I think we should get your dad to do. I think we should have that conversation with your dad. No. Yeah, he is like 80. It's yeah, definitely time for him to run for U.S. Senate. He will never, ever run for a seat in this country because he knows how fucked up this country is. I know. So he would never do that. Dude, your dad Why? could maybe fix it, though, if he didn't die first because he's really old. And he's like seven times jabbed. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. You forgot that point, didn't oh. you? Yeah, anyway this is more craziness going on here in the you u.s just in case too? yes you do this, this one real quick <sighs> just do this one real quick this right, is quick fine. it's it's funny you'll see that's fine our dinner guest canceled for tonight anyway because he's going to pass out so i don't blame him. most people don't like to eat dinner at nine o'clock at night especially when they're 30 minutes away pussies kind of yeah you know no, what kidding. happened these days you know we used to stay up till all hours uh, we're old yeah i know mm -hmm. i am i'm really old yeah exactly yeah i know anyway not that old but i'm old old anyway these siblings are furious their brother who police say was an armed robber was gunned down by a store clerk the pair acknowledges it was he, that he was wrong for roosevelt Rapley to try and rob the dollar general on north gettysburg avenue but they say the clerk shouldn't have had a gun at work Rochelle and Juan Rapley say their younger brother, Roosevelt Rapley, was the second of 10 siblings killed by gunfire. I still don't believe it. Like, at the end of the day, I don't believe my brother is dead. They, like, it ain't kicked in yet. And they're furious about how it happened. At the end of the day, that's not what. Police say a Dollar General clerk shot and killed 23-year-old Roosevelt, who showed a gun and demanded cash Wednesday. Witnesses indicated that the weapon was brandished and pointed at, at employees. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. They got some responsibility, but not all. But they say that still doesn't warrant the clerk's actions. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother in the chest. Yes, he's robbing off. Oh, well. Police say the clerk was legally allowed to have the gun. Meanwhile, officers are looking into the possibility Rapley may have been involved in several other commercial robberies. So this dickhead. She's, they're angry about fuck around and find out. He pointed a gun at someone and said, give me your money. And the clerk said, fuck you, hold my beer. <laughs> And they're mad. And Bluetooth punched him. And if people punched him. If he'd said no, if the clerk had said no, would the dude have shot him? Yes. yes. I, I got a video for that. There's a video of a white dude just getting drilled in the back of the skull. Yes. Um, it, I, I, I sent it to you. Right, it should I'm, be I'm up. good. I, I know it's there. And yeah, no, play it because I want I people I to see I it. I don't know which no, one. No, it's not that one. Keep going. Was it on Instagram? Because I, I, I didn't put I the Instagram ones. I didn't pull all the no, Instagram it ones. Was, uh, it was on, I thought it was on Twitter. I, I sent it to you on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. I, almost mm. positive I sent it to you on Twitter. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing that. It might have been on Instagram. Yeah. and Because there's such a pain in the, it's such a pain in the ass to play the Instagram videos. I know. 
So I know. Oh well, because you're so bored. Anyway, all right. There is some crazy shit going on in Ireland. Uh, seriously, we're going to get into that and real quick, y'all. Like there, twenty four hours. Yeah, but, tomorrow because we still have a full screen. Uh, I mean, a a full. There's full some shit going on. Of stuff going on here. We'll get into the we'll Ireland shit more tomorrow. tomorrow. I more mRNA shit. Yes. Fucking border shit. <laughs> crazy <laughs> border shit. Um, it's just wild. The other one that I was going to have her play was the one that I sent her of, uh, uh, I forget what it was. I'll put it up in, <coughs> okay. on, uh, I forget, where where did I send that from? I don't know which one it was. Because you just said the other one I was going to have her play was, uh, uh, I'll yeah. send it to her on, uh, and you didn't tell me which one it was, so I have no idea. I, I don't know what one you're talking about. I you have know. to be might a little been, more descriptive than uh, uh. Been. Oh, and by the way, Megan Rapahoe, uh, she, you know, that the chick that plays soccer, Megan Amaho, or the, uh, yeah, she, it thinks it's a dude. Anyway, whatever. It filed for bankruptcy today because no one wants to pay her to be woke. Yeah. She retired <laughs> from soccer and now no one wants to pay her to be woke. So. Go woke, go broke. And uh, Chelsea Clinton also, uh, just so you don't remember. I don't know how real that is. That I, I don't know how real that is either, but it shouldn't be forgotten if it's real because it is her blue checkmark account on yeah, Twitter. But uh, anyone could fake that. It's tough to do. Not really. Yeah, it kind of is. Whatever. You can, all you can flat like that and angle. No, because nah, you, you can fake tweets, especially old ones like that from other accounts. Honestly, yeah. it's just a matter of Photoshop. It's not hard. And then you just take a picture of it on your phone so it looks like a real screenshot. Sure that. Yeah. I give you that. Anyway. All right. We got to get out of here. Yeah, we do. Turkey soup is on the stove. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, spicy turkey soup because I was like, he was complaining that the broth after about, I don't know, not even an hour of it boiling. Was bland. He was it like, was oh, bland. it's really bland. Okay. So I dumped like, a whole shit ton of salt and then the rest of the four pepper spice in there. It's not planned anymore. Nope. It'll be just right. Yeah. Good it temperature. is spicy. I did put some pa some potatoes in the soup and some red wine vinegar to try and or no, some apple cider vinegar. Apple actually. cider vinegar. Yeah. To, numb it. to try and numb it up yeah. a little bit because um it it's such a still got some heat. Shit on fire. Yes, Texas true Texas trout. That is true about Rapinoe. She's filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. Fucking hysterical. Anyway. It, I think it's a, a yep. right. Either way, she'll be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. for yep. the pre- uh, the good, for book. good book. Yeah. We'll be back 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
bears and alligators But once you get to the gate You can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate Over a six foot grave Before I take a knee As our anthem play My hands on my heart I stand on what I say And my second amendment Handles what I can I ain't trying to be Billy badass Or talk shit I'm just saying There's the line Don't cross it I got a red rider gun When I was three So I don't Run or hide from anything Bitch I'm a red White and blue Color boy From the south And you can fuck around And find out I love my country Love my freedom Fuck a welfare Now I don't need them Shotgun raised From the woods To the plate Ain't never went hungry Ain't never too late To come around here Sun running your mouth You can fuck around Strapped up in a whitey, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F A F O. I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the south. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and these straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country. 